Filmscope UG with DSTV Uganda. Great stories come alive on DSTV. DSTV Uganda, it's your moment. Welcome to yet another edition of Filmscope UG, proudly brought to you by DSTV Uganda. This is a segment on the Fatboy Show dedicated to celebrating Ugandan film and television. Over the past several years, we've been seeing tremendous growth in that sector thanks to innovators like MultiChoice through DSTV Uganda who have launched channels such as Pearl Magic and Pearl Magic Prime, which now feature some of the best creative works ever to grace our screens that have been produced locally. It's been amazing. So many local uh, productions are now available on TV through these channels, dramas, comedies, and uh, films, and so many awesome things. And we here at Filmscope UG aim to bring attention to the amazing people that are making this happen. And over the last uh, several days and weeks, we've spoken to many, many talented and inspiring people. And today on Filmscope UG, I'm happy to be joined by yet another inspiring person involved in the television industry in Uganda. He is a fresh face in the industry, but he's already causing a storm for reasons we'll get into in just a moment. Please welcome Alvin Emitu. He's our guest today on Filmscope UG. Welcome, Alvin. Oh, thank you. Thank you, fat boy. Yeah, good to have you here. And uh, I'm sure eh, you've uh, been having a very, very hard time dealing with the, all of the fans that you've garnered during the time that you've been starring in Prestige, uh-huh. uh, where you play a very prominent role. How's that been for you? Um, I'm not really into being seen uh-huh. and attention. I don't like attention. So it's been... It's been two ways. It's been nice, like uh-huh. people seeing my work and enjoying it, telling me, you know, I'm doing well. And it's my first year. But it's also the kind of thing where every time I go out, I have to wear a hat and a mask because, you know, I don't want people to know. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, um, it's nice, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Well, um, and in Prestige, uh, tell us about the role that you play. My role? Well, basically, my character's name, first of all, is Crispin Ayo. Now he's a hustler. He's everything he does. He has that goal of giving back to his his sister because they don't have parents, and she's the only person he can rely on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the only person she can rely on. So everything he does, he does a, quite a number of odd jobs. If you watch, because at some point he was being how can I say he was being pimped from place to place, woman to woman, because mm-hmm. he didn't. He didn't really see, he didn't really see himself doing any better, right. and he was making a lot of money from it. Right. So in a way, you can you understand it, but I mean, you wouldn't like it. So he was doing that. He was construction, different things, just trying to make some money. He's a hustler, basically. Well, the way you speak about it, it seems almost as though you fully relate with this character. So is there a part <laughs> of Alvin in this character you play on Prestige as a hustler that's trying to get by? I think yes, that mentality of having to hustle. And having someone to a purpose, a reason for doing this. Uh-huh. Because for me as a person, I feel like even when I act, I mean, it's a job and I make a, a decent salary from it. But I feel the reason I do it is give back to my family. And I like putting my my family's name out there. Like the Me Too name. I just want to make my, my dad proud, my mom proud. And yeah. 
Well, to make Ugandan parents proud, usually you need to become a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer. Um, do you think there's been a shift in how a lot of parents view um, what brings pride to the family? Uh, for example, when they have children that pursue the arts, you know, the creative arts, whether drama or music. I mean, I'll tell you, I'm 45 years old. To this day, when I meet my mother, she'll be asking me, hey, so did you call uncle? Uh, uncle said he could get you a job somewhere. <laughs> so, so in her mind, I think she still values the idea of someone sitting at a desk uh, from morning to evening, uh, sort of doing what you might call a respectable uh, profession. Yeah. Uh, how has your family reacted to you pursuing acting as a vocation? Well, I think I've been lucky to have them. They've been supportive to an extent because... I would have to do this plus I'm doing a course in university right now mm-hmm. accounting and I feel that makes them proud me doing that okay and also the, the fact that I have a really substantial role in this show is something I think they 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 enjoy to see they love to see their son on TV doing well getting all these comments from you know cousins aunties right. so I think it makes them proud and also the bit that I'm doing this course in uni yeah so I think for people coming up make sure I mean have interest in these creative arts, all these things, but always make sure you focus on school as well. You have that on the side. I think that should be your main objective. Yeah, I think I think when you do that, most parents will feel comfortable so that even yeah. if you wish to pursue the arts, uh, at the same time, you are at least fulfilling that obligation, like getting uh, through school. Because I think, uh, you know, Rasta Rob uh, said something similar at one time when I was in an interview with him. You know, Rasta Rob, very famous mm-hmm. uh, DJ, uh, club DJ, then yeah. radio DJ, then rally driver, and mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of things he's done in his life. And I think, uh, and, and Mitch Eguang, same thing, uh, yeah. also uh, done great in the arts and radio in particular. And, you know, these guys, they did veterinary medicine, the other one did actual medicine, and uh, they were able to at least fulfill that aspect of their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after, I guess, calming the, the anxieties of their family, yeah. as, as having accomplished that, now they felt free to pursue what they truly loved, which was the arts. I guess for you at this point, is it too early to tell where you want to see your future going? Because mm-hmm. you're, you're a young man, you, you're in university, mm-hmm. uh, and... I guess you're still trying to figure out uh, who you are and uh, what your strengths are. Yeah. And I don't know if you've made up your mind yet if uh, acting or film or television is where you want to see yourself going or do you still think that's an open question? You want to get through your school first and then see uh, how you feel about it? I feel it's actually an open question because right now I'm just trying to do best, my best in, in everything right now. Yeah. Because re- I can't really focus on one thing yet. You know, I think I'm, I'm still too young for that. I'm trying to do it all yeah. and make sure and do do my best. Yeah. And that's one thing. Do it all, but do your best. Yeah. Make sure you give everything. Don't over like um consume your time. Yes. Fill up your schedules and you don't have things to like like you're partially good at something. No, like make sure you're the best at everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Now, hmm, people might not know this, but you are also a very formidable athlete. You've actually represented Uganda in swimming competitions now for 12 years. 12 years, yeah. Uh, so, can you what kind of uh, tournaments or events have you participated in? Well, my first my first time swimming for the national team, I was 14, and our gala, we went for this Kona. It's a Central African event 
the Central African, East African countries. Mm-hmm. We all come together either in Uganda, Rwanda, Burundi, Ken- uh, Kenya. Those are the main countries. Mm-hmm. So we all come together. We compete different races and yeah. But one thing I want to say is that swimming is a very difficult sport. <laughs> Training is a very difficult sport because yeah. I can never forget the days when I wake up early in the morning, five in the morning, mm-hmm. go for training, finish at seven, head to school in the evening, get there at like 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Then we finish at 7.30, go to bed. It was so tiresome because yeah. every evening session was a 5K sit. Wow. 5K, I mean five kilometers. Yes. And after that, it's so painful. I remember I used to cry a lot every day after training, the mornings. I used to want to quit, but I was really lucky. Like I was doing it with my teammates. We push each other. Wow. My parents would help me push me. And... Wow. Yeah, I was really lucky so, to make the national team at 14. Amazing. And, and uh, now you are at university pursuing accounting. Uh, would that be BCom accounting or just different accounting? Uh, BCom accounting. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> I have a degree in BCom accounting, although I ended up not doing it. So yeah. as far as your open question goes, hey, don't be surprised if uh, you end up uh, doing other things. Maybe you can give me tips on that as well. <laughs> no mm. problem. Now, back to your television career. So, Prestige would be the first uh, major television production you've been involved in. Yes. Can you tell us how you got scouted for the role? How I got scouted? Were you scouted or did you uh, uh, apply for it? I was scouted, actually. Okay. So, it started around last year, June? Yeah, June. So, I had first applied. A lot of people were telling me, you know, you're tall, you're, you know, cute. Those things. I was like, you know, you should try modeling yeah so i was like okay let me give that a try you know yeah it wasn't really a passion it was just like something i would step out and do mm-hmm. so i applied to this agency it's called jerome model management mm-hmm. so i applied in feb and i got in around may june and week after he gave me a call in the morning and he was like there's this show coming up it's going to be on dstv yeah. it's called prestige this and that i need you there for the scout for the for what do you call it for the scouting yes on a Monday and he called me on a, on a Sunday night and I really thought about this because I've never been on TV before mm. so I really thought about this I was like is this something I really want to do yeah so but then this is one thing people should know like always give it a try because I remember that day I really told myself like I don't think it's worth the time maybe I should just you know go do something else go train because I was working with my dad as well that was my current job yeah I was like why not just do that and I spoke to my my a couple of friends, my mom. I really speak to my mom a lot about this. She's really supportive. And she mm. told me, give it a try. So I went there that day. The couple of guys like me, tall guys, handsome guys. Uh-huh. We all went through scripts. Um, this lady, Nana Kaga. Yeah. I'm sure you know her. She gave us all scripts to go through with her in front of her. So I went through mine. We all went through each individual went through theirs. Yeah. I went through mine with Nana. She's like, I was really taken back by her because she's so assertive and such a oh, yeah. intimidating Ooh, a person. Lady. Yeah? yeah. But I think the thing with me, I really I really just focus on what I'm doing. Amazing. So she gave me that script. I went through it. Uh, end of the day, that very day, she said, you know, you have the part. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Was, and uh, were you nervous the first time? Uh, you know, I your was first, uh, very nervous. Time on the set. Yeah. The first scene. Yeah. I've always wondered, like, for me, the hardest part of acting seems to be the lines. Because it's one mm. thing to, uh, I guess, express emotions and uh, do all those things. But to have to remember mm. what you have to say. And, and the scripts are very clear. You have to specifically say what's been written. Yeah. Uh, is, is that a challenging thing? Uh, because 
Hey, I don't know that my memory would allow me to <laughs> venture into something like that. I I just keep forgetting my lines. I think you can do it as well because in the beginning I had the same problem remembering lines and then having to deliver them on camera. Yeah. I think what helped me was when when I would speak to Nana and she would tell me like this is real. Mm-hmm. This character you are, this is who you are. On set this is who you are because on set we never call each other by our actual names. Oh. It's by our character names. Because okay. on set that's who we are. That's the world we live in. So now these lines you don't try to memorize them, but you try and understand the flow. Ah. And the way you say it, you don't say it like you're reading it off the script. It's coming from you. Let's yeah. say we're we're meeting each other for the first time. Let's yeah. say we're in a bar and you're saying your name is David. I'm I'm Simon. And in the in the script it's like say you you're meant to say I'm David. I'm Simon. I mean I wouldn't be like I'm David. I'm si- I'm, I'm Simon. I'd be like um I've been through this and this. Ah. My name's Simon. You know, you say it in your way. Yes. In yes. your way. In you do it way. your way. Don't read it straight through the script because people are keen. They can see these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. know you're just delivering it like, you know, like let's say I've been to the bar. Some people can say I've, I've been to the bar. I'm being, I'd be like, yeah, I went to the bar last night. Yeah. I was yeah. with a couple of friends, you know. Okay. Now, now that makes sense. I think once you understand the character you're yeah. playing and the situation the character is in. Exactly. I think you just become that person mm-hmm. and so it's not so much an issue of having to remember each and every line that's been scripted it's, yes. it's more just I guess depicting the scene in a way that uh, I guess uh, best reflects the circumstances that your that your character yes. is going through and when you do that it probably just flows naturally exactly and the more you do it you you, com- you forget cam- the camera's there you literally forget the cameras there and the whole crew because what guys don't know is behind that camera is a large number of people all <laughs> looking and focusing on you. Wow, probably. That's pressure. I know, right? But you get used to it and you really honestly forget all these people. And let's say we're having a conversation. The only person I, I honestly see is you. That's it. Amazing. And to have been able to sort of develop that uh, aptitude for it in this short time and this yeah. being your first time to be in a major production. I mean, it says a lot and, and probably a lot of the discipline that you've applied in other areas of your life, your athletics, your education. Mm. I think a lot of that has... Uh, has been useful in, yes. in, in making you be effective uh, as an actor. At least I feel like it's given you a, a set of skills that just allows you to thrive in this environment because people don't appreciate that there's a high degree of discipline that must be incorporated in any creative pursuits. Uh, exactly. Like it's not just a matter of, hey, I have charisma, I'm cute, so turn on the camera, let me play a role. No, you have to be disciplined. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to play a character convincingly. Yeah. It's it, it's quite remarkable. So now and that you... One more thing for everyone listening. Yeah. You just have to believe in yourself. That of, you have to believe in yourself. Definitely. Because if you don't, you will fumble your lines and you'll crack under the pressure. Well, given how much uh, success you've uh, uh, attained in such a short time and how well-regarded your your performance is, um, where would you like to see your career going next? I'd really love to move and do it in Hollywood. Hollywood. That's my aim. That's my goal. You want to be the next, uh, what's his name? Who's the other guy? Jimon Honsu. (laughs) Do you know him? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) But I think Chadwick. The next Chadwick. Chadwick. I really look up to Chadwick because of where he's come from. He's done so much, especially for black people. I know, right? And uh, 
I, I know right now everyone's in love with the Daniel Kaluuya. I personally yeah. feel he's overrated, and you'll hate me for saying that. But <laughs> <laughs> Plus, and besides that, he ain't even trying to wear a flag out there. Like uh, he thinks himself British first before Ugandan. That's so, true. So it'd be nice to have a Ugandan, Ugandan guy out there making serious waves in yes. Hollywood. When I make, when I do make it out there, not not if when I do make it out there, I will not forget where I came from. Please don't. This is where all these fundamentals. This is my basis, Uganda. So, um, for anyone listening who's thinking to themselves, hey, maybe I need to give this a shot. Um, what would you say to them? What advice would you give to someone who would want to consider acting? First of all, remember, this is going to be really time consuming because we can be on set for from seven in the morning to seven at night. So it's going to take so much of your time. So be ready for that. But I feel if you want to do this, you can do it because I honestly, I was really scared. I was shy. I, I was cracking under pressure. But it also helps when you're around supportive people mm. and you believe in yourself. Awesome. Yes, you can do it. You yeah. can do it. There's nothing you can't do. <laughs> well, can you tell us about, uh, do you, uh, I currently fully uh, occupy with the Prestige Project. Are there, is there something you're thinking of? Uh, are there other things that uh, you're working on? Yes, they are. There are a few feature films and series coming up around this summer. Yeah, but we really can't talk about that just yet. Ah. But I can tell you, um, there's a season two for Prestige you've been working on for just a week now. Yeah, yeah, because season one was really uh, appreciate you guys watching. It's really done well. Yeah, got a lot of good comments. So that's what's helped us and allowed us to have a season two. Awesome. Which you guys are gonna be proud of, I'm sure. Amazing. Mm. Well, we've been talking to Alvin Emitu. He's a model, athlete, swimmer, actor, and. Uh, we didn't get into it right now, but uh, he's also a hip-hop uh, aficionado. Uh, he's a bit of a, 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 an artist himself. And, uh, you yes, know, you, say, you said you haven't gone into it too deep yet, but it's yeah. definitely an area of your life I'm looking forward to seeing grow. Definitely. I think what I've been planning on is, is ever since I got into TV, I wanted to use this platform to help me bring up my music yeah. at some point. So I do write a few raps, lyrics, but I don't really use them myself I give them to a few other artists you're a ghostwriter <laughs> I guess you can call me that I give it to them people I feel like really have that voice you know and have that rhythmic skill yeah amazing yeah okay so man you better uh, come out of the shadow and start uh, rapping your own lines man I mean mm. if you're writing the lines you you you, you should uh, spit them yeah. Uh, and uh, let us uh, enjoy your talent in that area as well. At some point, it's not too late. If someone wants to find more information about Alvin Emitu and what he's doing, where might they go? Are you on uh, Instagram or social media? Or? Yes, I am. I'm on Instagram and my name is Alvin Emitu. It's that simple. Um, Facebook, same thing. Yeah. Um, Google. <laughs> I think I'm on Google now. I can see. Yeah. Uh, and for the ladies, ladies, I think you're going to enjoy his uh, Instagram. Because, uh, uh, hey, you're just listening to his voice. Maybe you don't yet know what he looks like if you haven't watched the show. Uh, or if you have watched the show, you probably know that uh, he's, he's a very, very good-looking fella. <laughs> he walked into the studio and uh, all the ladies here got uh, so confused. Uh, the producer lost focus. Uh, you just, uh, <laughs> you're just an optical terrorist for the ladies. Uh, so, yeah. So, go check him out on Instagram. Don't, and, don't. of course... Don't even lie to you. He's a handsome fella as well. Very. <laughs> no, man. I ain't handsome and I'm old. I'm an old man. I turned 50 in four years. Would you believe that? Time Guys, flies. Guys, search him up and see for yourselves. 
<laughs> so thanks so much to Alvin and Mitu. And I think this won't be the last time we'll be hearing from you. I think your future looks bright. We look forward to watching you in season two of Prestige on the Pearl Magic Prime. All, right. uh, all the best to you in your career. And uh, hey, hope to talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, guys. And one more thing. The show is on DSTV channel 148 every day, every weekday at 8.30 p.m. That's right. Be sure to catch it. All right, Alvin. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. The pleasure. Filmscope UG with DSTV Uganda. Great stories come alive on DSTV. DSTV Uganda. It's your moment.